Okay, so the Ascension. What is the Ascension? And why should you, my friend, why should you care? So first up, the Ascension is, is really the completion of Jesus' resurrection. The resurrection is, is Jesus ascending from the lowest place. He entered into the, the realm of the dead. And if you think of it, if Jesus took upon himself all sin and paid the price for all sin, then Jesus descended to the lowest point. There is nothing lower than paying the price, taking on the guilt of all sin. So Jesus goes from that place of absolute rock bottom, for in a sense, the furthest point from God, and then he ascends. Back to life, to human life, gets restored in the resurrection on the third day after his death. And then he is, you know, he's appearing to his apostles for 40 days and instructing them. He especially appears on Sundays and, and continues his revelation of the reality of the Eucharist. And then this ascending, we see it continue in the ascension into heaven. He reveals to the whole church, this is not the end. Your destiny is in heaven. You too will be enthroned in heaven. That's where we're going. That's what the ascension, in a certain sense, primarily reveals. It's also connected in scripture with Jesus being seated at the right hand of the Father. That's really, really important because just 10 days later, his reign on earth through the church happens, begins at Pentecost. There's a really great scripture about this that can help us you know, fruitfully approach this mystery, this, this feast. Uh, and it is Colossians 3, just the first three or so verses. It says in there, if you then have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ who is our life appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. So that sort of shows the whole thing that uh, you have been raised with Christ in your baptism. You were raised from the death death of sin, that you have died to sin and you have been raised into new life in his mercy. Okay, and then just as Jesus is seated, he's enthroned above. So too, Paul encourages us to keep our eyes, keep our minds, our meditation fixed and locked in on these realities. And this word, uh, the things that are above, it actually means the things that are upward the upward moving, the stuff that will pull you up, the stuff that will encourage you. Keep your eyes focused and fixed on this. Meditate on it daily. Feed your souls. This will, will draw your spirit upwards. This will lead you into the fulfillment. Because just as Jesus ascended, so too we, sh we should. And in this whole life is, in a sense, this, it should be this ascending more and more and more into a heavenly life that we would live a more heavenly life, that our thoughts and our spirits will be lifted up. And I would say the most... If you, if you want to think of something to what would most perfectly draw me upwards, I would really encourage you to, to focus on the Eucharist. See my little plant back here. This is a, I don't know what it's properly called, but I call it a money plant. That's like a, some sort of a name for it. It's a bit of a sad plant. Let's be honest. It's a bit of a sad plant, but I recently fed it tomato feed. Stuff's amazing. I was away for a little bit. I fed it tomato feed. The thing has exploded. It's like all of these new shoots coming out, new leaves. Like, what? what has happened to you? When you feed a plant correctly, it flourishes. And so too our souls. When we feed our souls correctly, they flourish. And the food par excellence for us is the Eucharist. So to feed and feast our souls by receiving Holy Communion devoutly, but also just to meditate on this mystery that Jesus is still with us. He is present and to meditate on his, his ascending, his 
upward moving life, his, his life that is always drawing us up to the Father. Okay, lastly on this, and this is really important. What does the ascension teach us? It teaches us that our bodies are important. So Jesus ascended bodily into heaven. It wasn't just an image. It wasn't just a spirit, you know, the spirit of Jesus manifesting as the appearance of a human body. No, he actually rose from the dead in his body. His whole humanity was risen from the dead. And then his whole humanity, now glorified, ascended, flew into the heavenly realm, not just into space. He's not just hanging out around Neptune, somewhere in the galaxy. No, he ascended into a whole other level of being in heaven. That means Jesus forevermore is in heaven with his body. There's a human body in heaven. Actually, there's at least two human bodies in heaven. Our Lady also this experiences mystery in her assumption. Now, this means that your body is an essential part of who you are. This will happen at the final resurrection of the dead. We believe in the resurrection of the dead. It's in our creed. We say it every Sunday. And we believe not just that the holy ones, like the ones who are really good, will get their bodies back. Everybody, the good and the evil, will have a resurrection. But some will be to the joy of heaven. And some, it will increase their sufferings in hell because now they'll have a body to suffer with as well. So everyone will get their body back. This means that you are not just a spirit trapped in your body. The ancient Greeks used to believe that, you know, and that this life is just drudgery and we must be freed. No, your body is an essential part of who you are. Before the resurrection, if you get into heaven, please God, you won't have your body and you won't be complete yet. It won't be perfectly heaven in a sense, because you are a human body and soul. That, that that's an, It's an essential marriage and uh, Jesus reveals this to us. Now this can help us be careful and spot the things that are not upward moving. The, the thoughts in the world that are counter to the mind of Jesus and counter to the gospel. There's one that particularly comes to mind. There's a show on Netflix which I don't recommend and it's called Altered Carbon and it's there. But there's a particular idea in there that is particularly yuck and counter to the dignity of, of the human person. And that is this idea that uh, they could get these, this altered carbon and basically get a, a hard drive to store your soul on. So it goes into the bottom of your bottom of your skull. And, you know, if your body dies, they can just take that out insert that into another body and voila, you are back, but you're just in a different body. So much so they call bodies, not bodies, but sleeves. Like the sleeve of, uh, of a jumper. You know, you put your arm into the sleeve, right? And your arm does all the moving and the sleeve just kind of covers it, keeps it warm, maybe looks, makes it look nicer. And so too, they're kind of saying that the soul, your, your identity, that's the real you and your body, you know, it's just like clothing. You could just take this one off and swap it with that one or dye it or whatever you want to do. You know, it doesn't affect the real you. That is a huge lie. And if you think about it, this is also connected to like body hatred. So many people have body hatred. I've struggled with it myself. Like I am not good enough. My body in whatever part of it or whatever is not good enough. It needs to be some other way. Now that usually, at least in my experience, it comes from comparing myself to other people, comparing my body to other people's body. It comes from the, the unhealthy and unholy glorification of the body, not in a loving way, but in a way that's a form of idolatry and say, well, you have to look this way in order to be good. And it's just not true because God made you body and soul and he didn't make a mistake. You are not a mistake and your body is not a mistake. Now, we do have to look after our bodies. We have to treat them well, feed them well, keep them healthy to uh, be good stewards of this amazing gift God has given us. But we also have to love 
and accept and cherish our bodies. So um, you might be an idea to bring that to some prayer. Do you have any body hatred, rejection of yourself because uh, I'm not the way I think I should be? Bring that to God. Most people have some degree of it. We should be able to say, I love my body, not in an egotistical way, but in a grateful way. I love my forearms. They're amazing. Maybe they're not shaped the way that other people's forearms are, but I have a forearm. My hands could do this. Check it out. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. it is amazing. It's totally miraculous. And you are, you're a, a miracle. You're a living, walking, hopefully, miracle. And Jesus ascension into heaven reveals this, that your body is super important. You will have your body glorified forever in heaven. So let's get busy being grateful to God for this gift and keep our eyes on these the upward moving things, the things over which Christ reigns so that we can be drawn body and soul into heaven. God bless you. Lady, dee, 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 dee.